All right. Good luck. Hard getting on Matzah Shabbos, so Yashrakayach. We're doing briefly yesterday's Tanya and today's, which completes the entire parak, the entire parak test. So basically, Bekitzer, because it's a lot of details, we are talking here about a battle between the Neshama and the Nevesha Bahami, the godly soul and the animal soul, both of which want complete control of the body. And we speak at length in a tremendous detail of the degree of control that the Neshama wants. She wants your mind full from the Chabad of the Neshama, full of godliness. She wants your heart full from the emotions of the Neshama, full of year of Hashem and Pachad of Hashem and Ava Hashem and thirst for Hashem. She wants everything so full. There's so much love in your heart for Hashem that it's going to spill over. We said in the beginning of the chapter, the Neshama's emotions are the right side of the heart. The Nefesh Bahamis are the left. So there should be such intensity of emotion, not just inlaid, not just full, but Godush, overflowing, that it should spill over and transform the emotions of the animal soul as well. Specifically, what are we targeting in the animal soul? The quality of pleasure the water factor, the pleasures. Instead of desiring and having a tainug in the physical, that our pleasure factor should be having a pleasure, a geschmack in the abishter. Like we speak of, but to serve Hashem, b'chol levavcha. It doesn't say b'chol libcha, with all your heart, with one base, like the word lev. The word heart isn't levav, it's lev. But in Shema, famous pasuk, we should serve Hashem b'chol levavcha. What are the two bays in there? There are many different explanations for it. In this context, to serve Hashem with the heart meaning the neshama and the heart meating the nefesh abahami. To give Hashem both powers and all four levels of love. On the level of Ava Aza, such a strong love, but it's a love in a sense of self. I want Hashem in my life. Transcending that I to Avas Oilam. Just thinking about Hashem in the world, in all worlds, in all creation. And that evoking the love higher than that Avarabah, Hashem completely beyond worlds, until ultimately the highest, highest love, which is truly the experience of the Neshama Singan Eden. A person, a tzaddik, in this world can experience what the Neshama is experiencing in Eden, Anugim. Such a complete love that you're in a place of complete bittal. Just not I need, but Hashem is the object of my pleasure. Your complete tainug, your complete pleasure is in Hashem, and at the same time it's completely devoid of the I. At this point, the Nefesh HaBahami has been transformed. There is no separate entity. The Nefesh HaBahami is now part of the Neshama. The Neshama, with all the animal powers of the Nefesh HaBahami, is completely immersed in experiencing Hashem on all levels, in all thoughts, in all speech, in all actions. It's all about connecting to Hashem. And after tremendous, tremendous detail on that, the Rebbe says, and the will of the animal soul is the opposite, which Pipash just means, just as the Neshama wants to completely control to this degree of intensity, so too, the Neshama Bahami has the opposite desire. She wants to be the complete boss. Or on a, a deeper level as well, the Rebbe is alluding that the Pneumius and the inner dimension it's not that the Nefesh Bahami has the opposite desire that she also wants to be the ruler, but she has the opposite desire because the Neshama wants to be the absolute ruler, and the Nefesh Bahami wants to be ruled. As the Rebbe says to us, 
the whole purpose of the Nefesh Abahami here, why did the Abishur give us the Nefesh Abahami? He loves us. I'm his only child. What did you give me this for? I'm giving this to you for your own good. That you should overcome it. The whole idea of a Nefesh Abahami with all the challenges of the Nefesh Abahami, and we can lump in here the Yitzhahara and the world and everything that seems to make it hard for us is to create in us the deeper connections, the stronger muscles, to pull out from us what the Neshama can never experience above, an irrational connection to Hashem. Look, above it makes complete sense to serve Hashem. But in this world with our Nefesh Abahami, Yitzhahara, the world, that whole package deal, we have to pull deep, deep to that almost irrational, not almost, to that place where it's irrational, to that place where it makes no sense, but Hashem, I'm serving you anyway. So this creates tremendous muscles. You can imagine like the swimmer training with weights. So when he takes off the weights, he can fly over that water. That's our Nefesh Bahami. And how do we see then from that perspective, so what's the purpose of the Nefesh Bahami? It's a servant of Hashem. Like the Rebbe says, we have the muscle in the, of the Zayna in the Zayar Kaitish. The muscle of the Zayna in brief is of a king who wanted to test his son, make sure he's worthy of being the next king, and therefore hired a Zaina, a prostitute, to tempt his son, so the son should overcome the temptations and prove his moral fiber. And first the Zaina says, okay, of course, this is, I'm serving the king. It's pretty awesome to be a Zaina and serve the king. But how could I truly do this? What if the king fails the test? What if I, so to speak, succeed and he fails? That would give the king such pain. I can't do that. I saw the king. So she says, ah, I'll give this over to a friend of mine. She didn't see the king. She can test the prince with a full heart, which is what the king wants. And she doesn't have all to have these guilt feelings that I'm feeling because I just saw the king. And she gives over the mission to her friend. And she agrees, of course, this is what the king wants, my pleasure. And she starts working hard to see if she can tempt the prince. But then she also starts thinking, wait, my friend saw the king. If I succeed, the king who my friend saw will be in such pain. I can't do this. I have a friend. And thus it came to a third Zaina, who went through the same dilemma until it came to a fourth Zaina. And that fourth Zaina never saw the king. And she doesn't know the first Zaina that saw the king. And she doesn't even know the second Zaina who's a friend of the first Zaina. She only knows the third one who's her friend. So she's so far removed from the king that she can actually do the mission. She can tempt the prince with complete intensity. And thus the prince can prove himself for real. And that's the passage of our Nefesh Bahami through the four worlds of Atzilus, Bria, Yitzhir, and Asiya. The Nefesh Bahami is a servant of Hashem. It's sent here to test us so we can not succumb to the temptations. But as the Nefesh Bahami goes through the world and gets more and more far from her origin point, she, so to speak, on the surface forgets that this is all a ploy and she really doesn't want us to fail. Because if she remembered, it'd be hard for her to tempt us to the degree she does. But the panemius on the inside, this is a servant of Hashem, like everything in this world, like all of creation, like every klipa, just serving Hashem, doing the Ratzon HaElyon, and tempting us only, for us to become even closer to Hashem through this process. Does anyone have any questions? Star six to unmute yourself. Okay. We should be very to not need so many temptations and so much stress over it. <laughs> to be very clear and very obvious, and we should be past this stage of the relationship. Good fach. <laughs>